Welcome to There's a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell and I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business for the past 28 years. Before I start today's podcast, I want to thank our sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden at the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 270 five-star reviews on Zillow and over 100 million sold between them. That's pretty impressive if you ask me. Their goal is to provide the highest level of customer service and the reviews absolutely back that up. There's never been a better time to sell your house. If you're interested, please give Jonathan or Lynn a call at 386-451-2412. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, a public public service announcement. I want to see if we can't, uh, everybody that listens to this podcast and everybody that's in the physical fitness and sports, try to get a little more out of our community regarding that. This um, Somebody brought this up and it's such a great point because over the weekend I was talking about, um, you know, how cool it is that we have Jackie Robinson Stadium here in Daytona Beach and um, for those that know the history of Daytona, know that this was the first location he actually played professional baseball. He was playing for the Brooklyn Dodgers at the time and uh, their minor league affiliate played here in Daytona Beach, which is why we actually have the Jackie Robinson ballpark. And uh, that that's really cool. That That's a huge sports milestone. And uh, we hear very little about it. I mean, we have Jackie Robinson Ballpark, we have the Tortugas, and I think that's enjoyed by many people, but why can't we do a little bit more for the sports and physical fitness and activity folks in this area? I have my guesses as to why, which is, uh, it's just not a huge moneymaker, but I, you know, can we always let money dictate everything? I mean, our area is known for NASCAR, uh, the beaches, different spring breaks. Uh, some things maybe uh, you know not so great, but anyway, uh, bike week and things like that. I'm not putting that into that category of not being very great. I'm just saying that like that's what our area is known for, and obviously those are huge money makers. But can we really put money on physical fitness and activity and health and all those things you know um, I heard long ago this is a pretty cool way to think about it when you ask somebody what their values are they start telling you all these things that sound great and they might actually believe them to an extent and they might say things like well I value family I value my health I value relationships I value my spirituality, I value God, you know, whatever. They say these things that they pretty much believe they're expected to say. And then uh, you say, okay, well, what did you do in the past 24 hours? Like write down a daily log of what you did pretty much every hour for the past 24 hours. And of course, we're going to exclude sleep. So eight hours of sleep, that leaves some time left. What did you do? And most people say, well, I worked. Okay, we all have to work. Um, you know, I, I scrolled on the internet. I did this, I did that. And 
rarely does what they say their values are match up to what they actually did with their time. So you have to wonder, wonder is that really your values or are those what you wished your values were? Now, if somebody says, well, I really value physical fitness. Well, that's great. Say, okay, so give me a, uh, you know, what did you do the past 16 hours of your day or whatever? You know, what did you do for the majority of your day? Oh, I, you know, I got up, I, uh, I walked the dog, and then I walked a little more, then I jogged, and a little bit later I met my girlfriends down and we played some tennis, you know, then we grabbed a bite to eat. Now, that would tell me that they're actually living that value. Uh, or somebody might say, you know, I really, really value my church, my community in the church. Oh, okay, cool. So what did you do yesterday with your daytime? Well, I went down and we did a, a homeless drive and then we, uh, we got together and we, um, we did haircuts for the homeless, you know, whatever with my church. And then I had this study group with my church. I mean, I think you're getting the point. Um, we, we all say what we value and then if we look at our time spent because we really can't put a price tag on our time, we see that we're really not doing what we value. It sounds good in principle, but we're really not doing what we value. So, you probably have guessed where I'm going with this and uh, if not, I'm gonna lead you there anyway. So, the bottom line is, as a community, if you were to look at any of the websites for any of the area towns, you know, they'd say, well, we value community, we value uh, quality of life for the individuals that live here, you know, we value this, we value that. And I know a lot of the local politicians, I'm not saying that uh, they don't necessarily, but I would argue again, do we value these things? Do we value quality of life? Or do we just say that, and the bottom line is what we really value is the money and the revenue that can potentially come in from events. I could tell you as a fitness enthusiast and even a sports enthusiast, and sports bring in a little bit more money than fitness, I could tell you that much, but uh, this area doesn't really value that. I would say that a lot of areas don't value that. We had the Easter Beach Run this past Saturday, which has been around for, I believe, 52 years, something to that extent. That's a long time. Um, it's a it's a cool event like if you go back some of the greatest distance runners of all time including Frank Shorter for those that don't know he's one of the greatest American marathoners ever and was the training partner for the famous Steve Prefontaine which there's been a couple movies made about he actually came to Daytona Beach I think in the second or third year or maybe the early 60s I don't know for sure but what I do know for sure is he ran it and won it and that's really cool. And we've had other celebrities come and run this Easter Beach Run before. The only thing we saw about the Easter Beach Run was a little blurb in the Daytona News Journal the next day. That's, that's pretty disappointing. And we heard hardly anything about it leading up to it, which would show its poor attendance. I don't know for sure but there was somewhere in the neighborhood of, I believe, 263 people. It's either 263 or 363. Sounds like a big difference, but it's really not compared to the fact that just 20 years ago, the Easter Beach Run used to draw 2,000 runners. So we're talking one-eighth tops of the people 
that used to run this race ran it this past weekend. And it's a shame because they were kind of um, honoring and only honoring, I would say, because the family of Reed Hughes who passed, who had actually run 51 consecutive Easter Beach runs, which I already talked about in a prior podcast. They're doing a sort of a um, memory run for him. That's a big deal. I mean, maybe put that in the newspaper. Maybe talk about it. Maybe talk about the history of the Easter Beach Run. I've done a lot of races. I used to be in the uh, the vice president of the Daytona Beach Track Club, which unfortunately went defunct. But And people have asked me, well, do you know the history of it? Do you know why it started and all this? And I don't know. I mean, we used to put it on as the club, but that's a great question. I mean, maybe do some writing on that. But again, the problem is what does a $40 entry fee bring the city, which I'm not really dissing the city of Daytona Beach because they actually sponsor the event, which means that they waive the fees. So they do their part, I believe. But shouldn't more of the community do more to really advertise local events? If we say we value health, fitness, quality of life for the citizens, why does it not seem that way? Why are there so few family fun, friendly events to do around the world of fitness? The, a person that brought this up to me today was talking about how there's no longer the why try. And I do know somebody who's trying to bring it back and that's a great thing. But the Ormond Beach Y used to put on what was called the Y Try, and it was a great little local triathlon that was done at the Granada Approach in Ormond Beach. And it was a sprint triathlon that a lot of people looked forward to, especially the locals. It's no longer there. You know, I mean, we can continue to blame COVID, and that seems to be the convenient excuse to blame, you know, but why are there still people coming to beach week coming up if if it's you know the covid thing you know why are people why was bike week so full here in daytona beach if we're we're worried about covid i mean the bottom line is the reality is that these things don't bring in a lot of money but again if if we really put the value completely on money aren't we missing the mark when we talk about how in our area we value health we value fitness we value family time and all those great things which of course you cannot put a price on you cannot put a price on your health so shouldn't we be doing more to try to bring events to this area way back when i first started doing triathlons in the 90s we had the bud light series you know it's it's kind of ironic that a beer company was putting on a major triathlon series but they were and they paid for it So who cares who sponsors it? Who cares who puts the money out there as long as we have a good event? And the Bud Light Series was a huge triathlon series that went all through Florida, Georgia, and I think part of South Carolina, and they were big. And then they got bought out by Coca-Cola, and Coca-Cola continued to come here. But that came here to Daytona Beach. And we rode the Loop, which is the famous Ormond Loop, as part of it. So the, uh, the, the Bud Light Series, took an area and figured out what it was known for and made the distances for the race centered around that. So we did a half mile swim. Then we rode the loop, which was pretty long, 23 miles on the bike. And then it was a four mile beach run. And that was a big event. 
and a lot of people from Orlando came over and did it, which I know for sure because I was at UCF at the time, and a lot of my UCF Orlando professors and friends in the master's program came over and did the race, and uh, I still remember it pretty vividly to this day. But that went away. You know, I guess it just didn't draw enough money in for Daytona Beach, so they decided not to renew the contract with Coca-Cola, and uh, again, originally was the uh, the beer triathlon but whatever they gave out beer at the end who cares um, we used to have a lot of great events here in Daytona that are gone I, I really can't think of any triathlons that are coming to Daytona Beach this year I might be wrong I could double check but I can't think of any that are coming and that's pretty sad why aren't there more good events in this town if we talk about our values if we talk about our values being in health and fitness and I started this talking about sports you know are they really do we really care that much about our citizens so this is just a public service announcement to maybe get everybody who listens to this to, to consider that you know why do we have to pick up our newspaper and read about all the terrible crap that happens all the time why couldn't there have been a lot bigger spread in the news journal the next day about the Easter Beach run I was actually surprised they actually had a little corner of it carved out to do, but they didn't do like they used to. I mean, I, probably a lot of people listening to this that race or do triathlons, do running events, do cycling events, do swimming events, do any of these things, don't even realize that the News Journal used to cover even the smallest of 5Ks, and they would actually put your name in the paper if you placed top three. So all of us egotistical runners couldn't wait to get the news journal the Monday after a weekend and open it up and read a little blurb on who won it and then get to see your name in the paper and think you're really cool. I mean, could you imagine that? They, they, they barely even covered the race this weekend. I think they talked about who won the overall, both sides, male and female, and they did maybe one you know, public interest announcement on somebody, but that was about it. I think if we really push our local governments, if we push the, the media companies locally to do more, I mean, every, every time I turn on the radio at the gym, the local radio station, which is, of course, a rock station, you know, they're talking about uh, Rockville that's coming to Daytona, and that's great. I mean, I love music. I love some of the bands that are coming, and I think it's a good thing, but, uh, you know, how about a little more about the Easter Beach Run? You, you, you tell me that that couldn't have been pushed. I mean, I'm not even going to get into what I heard happen here in Daytona at the Rockville concert last year. <laughs> I don't think anybody would uh, accuse it of being family friendly. It was a pretty uh, raunchy event from what I hear. That's probably going to piss some people off. But, you know, I, I just think that Daytona Beach can be known for a lot more good than it is. And, um, you know, the only ones that are going to try to push for any kind of change with that is going to be us that's into fitness and sport wellness and good lifestyles um, you know New York City one of the biggest cities in the world has a race every weekend in Central Park whether it be a 5k or a 10k and uh, you know the big city that it is they still promote it and clearly they don't need the money clearly they're not making hardly anything off of it but they want to improve the reputation as a fitness-friendly area. And if you've ever been up there and been through Central Park, it really, really, really is. I mean, you get some 
pretty famous people out there that are running all the time and you get some not so famous people but the park is filled up with people either rollerblading, bicycling, running, walking their dog, uh, whatever. There's all kinds of stuff to do. I just think we can do a lot better job than we currently do. So um, if there's anybody you know that can maybe make some change, you know, send them an email. It's coming up upon a local election time pretty soon here in November. Tell them you want more. You know, we got great trails to ride down in Edgewater. I mean, it's a phenomenal place to ride your bike or to run down there. Great place. We got Doris Leaper Park for mountain bike. It's it, That's considered one of the best places in the whole state and you hear hardly anything about it. So let's see what we can do. Let's bring back the Y try. Let's bring back some of these great 5Ks we used to have. And uh, let's see if we can't promote fitness, fun, and sport. And just to wrap this up, think about the Jackie Robinson thing a little bit. I mean, that is a huge piece of history that when I talk to teenagers at the gym, I ask them about that. And they don't even have a clue that they know who Jackie Robinson is because thankfully that gets taught. But they don't know he came here. Like, literally, I asked one the other day if they know why our park is called Jackie Robinson Ballpark, which is kind of like asking somebody, you know, who the George Washington Bridge is named after. And they had no idea. So you don't realize that they call it that because Daytona Beach was the first place he ever played baseball. Oh, no, I had no idea. So I think we should do a little bit more with that, too. We need to start encouraging some healthy lifestyles around here. I mean, do we really want to be known as basically the spring break place where, you know, everybody gets drunk and how many people die during bike week? I think we can do a little bit better job personally. So, again, I'll thank our sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden at the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They can be reached at thegildengroup.com, and I gave their phone number previously, 386-451-2412. Until next time, be max fit and be max well.